0: Hi you guys, it's Jasmine. Welcome back to the More Than Sexy Podcast. On this podcast, we talk about how media, entertainment, and your environment trends are affecting your self-esteem and body image. And I am your host and founder. I founded the Modest Movement Ministry where I minister to women about them being created in the image of God and not conforming to the world's standard of beauty. I am outside today. It's a beautiful day. My son is sleeping. So as a mom, I got to try to figure out how I can record in a quiet environment. I don't want to wake him up right now. So um, today I want to talk about modesty culture is toxic. So I've been seeing lately this trend around social media, um, here and there, hashtags, uh, social media accounts, TikTok uh, pages uh, of the hashtag um, modesty is toxic. is toxic, modesty culture is toxic, purity culture is toxic. I've been seeing some escapees like hashtag I escape purity culture or all of this stuff. And I just want to talk to the person who is in those shoes, who thinks the topic of modesty is uh, toxic or damaging or brings shame. I want to talk to your heart. I want to talk to the people who have been hurt by the church Um, on certain topics that didn't sit well or things that weren't explained properly, I definitely can relate to you in that area. So what is modesty culture and purity culture? Uh, Modesty culture is about a woman covering up her body and not being super attractive and sexy like the world. It's about her... fearing God in the area of how she looks, taking care of her image and making sure she is decent and appropriate and all of those types of things. The, the, the problem with the modesty culture is that it put too much emphasis on a woman causing men to stumble and not men taking responsibility. And I've talked about this on my blog before, that modesty is also for men and that we both should be uh, accountable to God. Um, so, you know, the, the church has kind of taken the wrong step in a way that making it like a woman's fault that she has to help a man and there is some truth to this in the bible however the church has really like hammered it down on women you know and and some women have felt ashamed for how they look and all those types of things purity culture is the hyper focus on marriage and it's nothing wrong with purity culture purity culture is you saving yourself from marriage you having the right view of dating the right perspective and Uh, A right view of sex and all of that stuff And of course you know there's a misconstruing There as well by making marriage The only focus for singles And making uh, this Like making it seem like If you're not married, that you're like a lesser person, people have been hurt by that kind of teaching as well. And so I've shared before that I grew up in a church that practiced extreme modesty standards, like not wearing pants, jewelry, makeup, color, nail polish, weaves, not coloring my hair, wearing skirts and not wearing pants. Um, I grew up in those types of, uh, that type of church and it's non-denominational and I'm not going to say that it was toxic. They are very loving and they are the reason why I'm saved today. But I will say that the problem was that they didn't explain well about why we couldn't wear those things or why it was wrong. You know, if the Bible didn't say it specifically, then there wasn't much like about like why we couldn't do this. And it it made it more like traditional than about the, the word of God. And so as a result of that kind of teaching, I had the wrong view of myself. I had the wrong view about that. And I thought I was superior to women who did wear those types of things or who had the freedom to dress the way they wanted. I thought I was superior. Like I'm better. I'm more holy. I'm more saved because I deny myself these types of fashion choices, you know? And so uh, some churches, I believe, can do a much better job of explaining the why and dividing the word properly so that we know the truth and not just tradition. Some people just know tradition because that's what has been taught and it has not been taught from the truth of God's word. Um, but I wanted to talk to the group today that, that thinks modesty is, is, is toxic and you have turned your ears off to God because you've been hurt. Um, so, a lot of women have trauma around this topic and we're told that it's their fault for a man stumbling, or that their shape is too curvy, or they're uh, being lustful because of how they look, or they can't wear certain things because of their shape. And I've met women who felt bad for years. I, on a TikTok video, there was one of my friends who shared how she felt bad because she was curvy. She felt bad because she just had a, a more voluptuous body than other women, and Um, That made me sad because you know the church isn't here to make people feel bad for how they look. We know that God formed us in the womb; He intricately made us. He gave us our body types. We didn't choose our parents. We don't get to pick and choose the ingredients that we're made with. And so, it's like for us to feel bad about that is a is a problem. Um, And so, I've mentioned that it's not your fault the way you're born. It's not your fault if you look like this. You know, it's not my fault that you know that I'm skinny. didn't ask for that you know like can I change it okay I could possibly go work out or whatever or eat more food but nobody can change how they were born you know God made you that way he put you with your family and so because of the church and its members misconstruing and and, um, misinterpreting and not being loving in this area and not accurately like teaching modesty many women have carried church hurt and they're like it's, it's toxic, I don't want to hear it anymore You know, they, they just whitelist or blacklist I should say that uh, That word, they don't want to hear it anymore And I want to encourage you to not turn your ears off to the Father Yes, He uses unworthy vessels to teach His message And many times it's taught wrong Because we're human, you know We really need His help We really need His Holy Spirit to help us speak I need the Holy Spirit to help me get this podcaster. <laughs> So sometimes our pastors and preachers don't say it right and can hurt and traumatize That is the truth. Some of them can say the wrong thing Even the church members in the crowd who hug you, you know, when you come to church They can say the wrong thing. They can ask the wrong questions And honestly, it's not always them. Sometimes it's us being offended Um, So, but I want you to know that they will also stand before God for what they've said They will stand before God for their wrong teaching Um, and they're held more accountable because they are teachers. So they will stand before God for what they did in their body, and we also will stand before God for our own salvation. So if you turn your ears off to the Lord because of church hurt and offense, then you won't be able to say, you're not going to be able to tell God, hey, I didn't go to church anymore because they taught modesty wrong, or I stopped coming to you because they told me that my body was wrong and that I was too sexy I stopped coming to God because of what somebody else said that's not gonna have that God's not gonna accept that excuse when you have access to God personally when you can look in his word and see what he has to say about it regardless of who said something wrong you know, we put people on a pedestal. We put church on a pedestal. We put our pastors and preachers on pedestals that they shouldn't be on. They are here to, to tell us the, the, the revelation of the word of God. We are there to fellowship with other believers. But they're not God. They're not the Bible. They're not the word. You know, Jesus is. If, if you stop running to Jesus because of what somebody else said, then you are serving that person. That person is your God and they are dictating what you should do with your life. They turned you away from the one and only father Who we should give our worship adoration to You see what I'm saying So You made a choice to cover your ears and walk away from God Because of what the preacher said When our devotion should be to him Pastors and preachers are still human They're not God So you choosing to turn away from the truth Is now an offense to God Now he's offended because You know you have esteemed people more than him And And I want to give you the scripture. His word says, Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as you did in the rebellion, in the day of testing in the wilderness, where your fathers tested and tried me, and for 40 years saw my works. Just like your pastor will stand before God for the trauma he caused you, you too will stand before God for your lack of obedience to his word. Jesus sympathizes with you and understands your hurt, but you must forgive. All the people who traumatize you in modesty and purity culture, we know what the Word of God says. Jesus said in Matthew, if you don't forgive, I I can't forgive you. I won't forgive you. If you don't forgive your pastor and your preachers and the people who who told you this wrong thing about your body or about your relationships or about your singleness, if you don't forgive them, he's not going to forgive you. And if you turn your ears off to him when he's calling to you, his word is his, is his voice. You turn off your ears. He says, harden not your hearts. If you hear my voice, don't harden your heart in rebellion. When you hear about modesty, when you hear about the word of God in 1 Peter 3, 3-4 through and 1 Timothy 2 and 9 about modesty and um, Deuteronomy 22 and 5, don't harden your heart and say, I don't want to do it because they, you know, but look at it and say, you know what? God is telling us this for a reason. God's word is true. God's word is sweeter than um, the honeycomb, is what the scripture says. More precious than gold. Father, I'm not going to turn away from you. You've been good to me. Think about Israel in this moment when they constantly hardened their hearts in rebellion against God. But they saw his works. They saw how he parted the Red Sea. Remember all the good things God did for you. Before you decide to turn your ears away from him because of what somebody said. He's not those people. God is so much more loving, so much more kind. His word is sweet. There's a scripture that says his word is not troublesome. It, it doesn't hurt. It may sting because you're doing something you don't want that get you, you know, you shouldn't be doing. And when you see the truth, it like stings you a little bit. But God's word is is good for us, good for the soul. So most people that have traumatized or taught the message out of, uh, they have taught it like out of disdain, extremism, and, and jealousy, rather than out of love for the woman and God's heart for the matter. God's heart first is for your heart to love and worship him in spirit and truth. To be modest, to be modest means to be humble. It means to be meek. So it's not just about how you look on the outside. It's how you see The world from the inside is you being humble before God, knowing that you are a created being and that you are called to worship the creator. It's about being humble with other people, not having a high estimation of yourself. I wrote a blog post about this years ago about how to be modest without clothing. Like, because it's not just about that. It's about the inner person that's way more precious to God. You can go to ModestMovement.com to read that. So, modesty in your heart is, is purity to change, and it, and it changes your behavior. These, there's a standard in God's kingdom if we get offended by that standard, then do you want to be in God's kingdom? You know, if you're, if you're offended by modesty, if you're offended by purity, then you're saying you don't ultimately want God's kingdom. You don't want the way he does things. If we say we love God, then we should love to obey him, right? We can't say we love God and we don't obey. We can't say we love God and we just disregard his truths and all that he is. Although his people may communicate wrong, we should still love God and his truths and seek to keep his holy standards in our heart and in our behavior. So I want to leave you with this other sobering truth that in the last days, Jesus said that many would be offended because of their association with Christ and they would turn away. This is in Matthew 24 when he told his disciples what were the signs of his coming. And many women are offended by the topics of modesty and purity that Christ taught because it offends their flesh to have a standard. It offends us to want to have a limit on our freedom when really the, the word of God is gives us freedom it's kind of an oxymoron serving the Lord giving ourselves to him as living the holy sacrifices and being transformed by his truth frees us from the bondage to sin you are bound by sin and you think you have a freedom in it but you really don't you're bound <clears throat> so We don't want to obey anybody other than ourselves so we get offended right women are not only offended by the trauma their spiritual leaders have caused but also no longer want to be associated with the strict obedience to god's principles because it's not trendy today this will determine where your heart truly is with god and his kingdom or with the world and temporary pleasure so if you're offended by god's word and you don't want to be associated with God because of that, then that just shows who you really are, what you really want. You really want the wanton wickedness of the world rather than the, the beautiful love and freedom God gives us in his truth. And it's up to you to make that choice and that decision because one day he will come and we will have to give an account for the way that we live. So, lastly, ladies, the Bible says that if you don't forgive them, God won't forgive you. So, who do you need to forgive for traumatizing you at church? Who do you need to forgive who misconstrue modesty and purity culture? Who is it? Write that person's name down on your journal and work on forgiving them. Do it by faith. You know, it's not always a feeling, but do it by faith. I'm gonna forgive this person for what they said because they they didn't tell they didn't tell me this properly. They didn't say it correctly. They made me feel bad about how I look. But God's word says something different. So, you know, it's up to you to how you're going to work this out, you know. So let's work on forgiving the offenses of the church in any area, not just modesty and purity, so that we aren't kicked out of heaven when Christ does come. Because, you know being offended on earth by God's people and coming to heaven where they at, is just not going to work out. So that is it you guys. I hope this was helpful. I hope that you work on forgiveness. Please send me a email, DM, rate this podcast, leave your comments and let me know how this has helped you. And I'll talk to you guys later. I am a coach. So if you want somebody to talk to um, on the phone, I offer free sessions. So please go to modestmovement.com, sign up to speak with me and I can't wait to see you guys next time.